This week in Bison Sports for Friday, January 12th, jam-packed. It's Super Saturday. Come on out. Five Bison teams at home. Uh, this week we talk uh, with the Youth Sports and Canada West Female Athlete of the Week, Nicole Connectiony uh, uh, for women's basketball, as well as Brett Stone from men's hockey, and also number one team in the country, women's hockey. Up next, this week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMF Family. All right, you're listening to This Week in Bison Sports. Um, this is Adam DeUnker from Men's Volleyball and doing a little bit of help with uh, Chris Zook. And I'm here with Nicole Konechny. Not bad. Perfect. Perfect. Wow, there we go. Okay, um, from women's basketball, uh, talking a little bit about the past weekend, uh, an incredible performance, sixth best in uh, conference history, as well as looking forward to Super Saturday. So, Nicole... Um, introduce yourself, uh, how many years you've played with the Bisons, your position, and your favorite memory of 2017 basketball-related. Great. Okay. Nicole Connection. I'm a guard in my third year, and my best memory of 2017 was probably playing the Cougars and almost defeating them. Uh, I think it was the starting point of our season where we kind of figured out that we could compete with basically every team and it's a fun game playing against my home team. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. A Regina native. Uh, Pretty cool playing against home team. Nice. Um, Okay. So this past weekend, um, pretty remarkable performance from you and a really good weekend for bison women's basketball as a whole um taking down lethbridge who uh is near the top of the standings if i'm not mistaken for women's basketball um just take us through how the weekend was and uh what was the mentality in the locker room and the game plan and how did it all come together so well uh yeah i think we were just coming back from montreal and we had this big weekend coming up lethbridge was actually ranked number one in standings uh coming out of the christmas break so we knew it was a big weekend and uh, looking at playoffs in the near future we knew we need to get as many wins as possible to get a good spot in ranking so everyone was pretty excited for these games and there was never a doubt that we couldn't compete or and we just wanted to play our game we weren't really focusing on uh, their rankings or how well their players played and it was a good weekend nice <laughs> yeah so kind of underselling yourself there a little bit uh for those who don't know saturday night nicole dropped 41 points i believe seven rebounds um all on a saturday night match um that is good for sixth best uh total points in a conference history as well as a tentatively um bison record for most points in a game uh pretty remarkable um you shot six of six from downtown uh which is also pretty ridiculous um just take us through how you felt. Were you in a groove? Did you feel pretty good leading up to the game? Or was it just as the game went on, you just uh, really settled in? What happened there? I think from the get-go, it was already a good start to the day. It was Taylor Randall's birthday. So oh, there you go. We went for a little B-Day lunch with my parents and a couple of the girls. Uh, so it was good vibes all throughout the day. Started out off the game. Uh, it was just feeling good. It was super relaxed. And... Um, as soon as tip-off went off, uh, it's one of those days that you kind of just knew it was going to be a big day, you nice. know, uh, but it wasn't really focused on scoring, just wanted to give the game time and shoot the ball, and it was going in, so the girls were feeding me, and it was 
It was awesome. Nice. Sounds like a really, really good time. That's what it's supposed to be. Excellent. Okay, so moving forward, we have Super Saturday. Uh, For those of you listening, uh, UMFM, uh, this week in Bison Sports. This coming Saturday is deemed Super Saturday by Bison Sports because we have men's and women's basketball playing at home, men's and women's volleyball playing at home, as well as women's hockey all on Saturday. So it's a big day of sports. Uh, women's basketball, your specific component is Saturday, Sunday, with an afternoon game on Saturday, I believe, at noon tip-off against the Victoria Vikes. Uh, take us through the noon game time. It's kind of weird. We don't uh, usually play afternoon games. Uh, what's the team's thoughts on that or yours personally uh, for a little bit of an afternoon game? I think it'll be a pretty weird feel, but it's kind of exciting. You don't have to wait the whole day to finally be able to play your game. You can kind of just wake up and know that you're about to play in a couple of hours. And I think it's going to be kind of new for the Victoria Vikes as well. So it's not like no team is at a disadvantage. So pretty exciting. Good. And take us through a little bit of the Victoria Vikes. I'm not familiar with uh, them as far as where they are in the standings in relation to you or the rest of the league. Um, Are they a solid team? Is this going to be another really competitive weekend for you guys? Uh, Yeah, it's going to be another very competitive competitive weekend uh they're ranked higher than us i think just by one spot but uh just knowing from their team from last year they're a very fast team very well organized be a pretty good match but hopefully we come out very strong that's exciting so they're one spot ahead this could be a big uh, little bit of a turnaround weekend flip the table and yeah. uh, bump up in could the standings nice. a little bump up. all right i'll leave you with this um this is the first time in over a decade that women's basketball has been over 500 this late in the season. Um, what's different about this team compared to the last couple of years that you've been here? And maybe if you want to think back, if you can, to even before that, what is different? Is the team tighter than usual? Is the skill just that much better? What's going on in that team room? Uh, I think, well, coming in my first year, we were one in 19 second year we were three and 17 uh this year is kind of new i think we finally have that year that we've been playing with each other for a long enough time that we can finally get in the groove and know where players are and how players play and how to motivate each other so i think that's huge in our team dynamics uh, and that's what's able to get us the wins and we finally have those players that uh Teams can't really guard one specific player anymore. It's mm-hmm. so many of our players come out really strong, and that's what really makes it possible to be able to get those wins. There you go. All right. So you're listening to 101.5 UMFM this week in Bison Sports with Nicole Konechny and uh, come out to see women's basketball play uh, noon on Saturday and uh, Sunday game time? 1 p.m. 1 p.m. So we've got some afternoon action for you on campus. Um, Make sure you come on out and Saturday is Super Saturday as well. Uh, Come at noon, stay till 8 p.m. and you can catch a little bit of everything. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, This is uh, This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM. Uh, this is Adam again, talking to men's hockey captain, Brett Stoven. Uh, Brett, how you doing? Uh, not too bad. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so, just a little bit of insight here. Uh, this is Brett Stoven. Uh, if you want to tell us uh, your position, uh, all of them <laughs> included, <laughs> yeah. and we'll get into that a little later. Uh, how many years with the Bisons and your favorite uh, hockey moment in last year, 2017? All right, well... Uh 
I guess I'll start with I play center, right wing, and defense. Um, most recently, defense. Moved up to forward a little bit during the last game, but uh, kind of back there for, for a little bit right now. Um, uh, my favorite hockey memory from 2017. Oh, that's a tough one. Honestly, I just kind of enjoyed the whole year with the Bisons. Um, it's hard to pick just one moment. We uh, we have a good group of guys, and and you know we have a lot of fun in the dressing room, a lot of fun on the ice, and and you know when we're on the road, we always tend to have a little fun out there too. There so uh, no, it's uh, you know it's just kind of enjoyable. Every day's kind of a blessing coming to the rink, and it's a lot of fun. And um, you know I go day by day and and see see kind of what's coming up next right on right on okay so um looking back uh this was a pretty huge weekend for bison men's hockey uh last weekend uh for those of you who don't know uh the number one ranked alberta golden bears were in town and uh to start the 2018 campaign our bison men's hockey team uh, swept the the golden bears uh both friday and saturday night uh take us through a little bit of team dynamics going into the weekend uh coming off the winter break uh what was the mentality going into these games and how impressive and exciting of a result is that for your program <laughs> well coming off of christmas um it's always difficult you know you have uh, Absolutely. a few too many um beverages i guess uh and a lot of food a lot of desserts um so you know the first few practices back are always a complete bagger here exhausted and sweating and feeling like you want to throw up after practice so um you know just getting back in shape is is number one and then you know the guys the guys are so tight in our dressing room um you know anything that's thrown at us we we're kind of prepared for it um we have the belief in the room that we're a championship team and you know having u of a first off and then u of s the next weekend right off the bat after christmas break um you know, it starts us off on the right foot. We have the two top teams in, in the West, and, you know, sweeping U of A puts a lot of belief and a lot of confidence in us and is starting to turn heads around the league, um, you know, around U sports in general. And we're starting to gain some respect, which is which is definitely, definitely a nice feeling in the dressing room. Um, we've been working extremely hard for the last three years as a group um, the core has been together for three years now with a few additions and personnel and a few subtractions, but for the most part, the core has been there. Um, you know, we get along extremely well and, you know, we, we just all dream together of lifting the trophy over our heads and passing it around at the end of the season and, and playing teams like U of A and U of S strong the way we did this weekend is, is definitely a step in the right direction for that. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Um, just touching on that respect piece, I remember preseason you were talking about how this program has been a really solid program, especially as of late, especially last season. Late, you guys were almost untouchable in the conference, and it seems to be that way this year. Um, but you just, for whatever reason, haven't been able to give that respect. Maybe it's because teams like U of A and U of S are always so solid. Um, how important is that from a team standpoint to get the respect and the recognition you should rightfully deserve and have earned over the last couple of years in not just this conference, but this country? In some ways, it's it's definitely rewarding. Um, and in some ways, it makes things more difficult. Um, you know, we, as you alluded to, we haven't always had the respect around the league and around U sports that, that the Bisons might deserve. Um, U of A and U of S have won every championship in the West since 1996. 
Um, so obviously they're going to have that automatic respect factor from around the league and around the country. Um, but you know, we've, we've built something very good here. Um, and getting ranked like that in a way it's good because you get scouts, you get other professional teams, you get people watching you that you might not have if you didn't have that ranking and that respect factor. Um, so in a personal way for each and every guy, it is a positive thing to look at. But then when you're ranked like that, it also puts a target on your back. Um, other teams are going to be gunning for you every time they play you. Um, you're never going to get underestimated. Teams are going to be ready to go. Um, you know, kind of things like that. So it, it does make things a little more difficult, but it does kind of help in a way too. And it's, it's definitely... It's definitely a good feeling. It's uh, it's something that I think we've deserved for a while, and, and you know we're finally getting up there, and we'd love to keep working our way way up the rankings. Excellent. So, Alberta Golden Bears down. Next up, we have the Saskatchewan Huskies, another really really tough opponent. Um, moving forward, you're away in their barn. Uh, not an easy place to play for sure. But what is the uh, mentality? I'm sure the team is pretty excited about this last win and this last weekend as a whole. Um, how do we ride that and carry that over to another really tough opponent? We, uh, we're we super excited about the sweep in the last weekend, but uh, you know, we're kind of putting that in our past already now. Um, our heads are turned towards this weekend. We play U of S who's five points ahead of us for, for second place, um, which would be a bye for our first round in playoffs. And you know, that's something that I can't remember the last time we've had here. Um, and it's definitely key to getting ourselves to a championship and to nationals. So, you know, we're looking straight at U of S this weekend. Um, you know, a, a sweep this weekend puts us one point behind them with, with a bit of a more generous schedule the rest of the way compared to what U of S has. So, um, you know, we, we desperately need these points this weekend in order to work ourselves up to that second place position. Um, and we just, we just have the belief, we have the confidence, but uh, there's, uh, there's no complacency and no overconfidence in the dressing room. We're, we're ready to go. We know what we're working towards. And, you know, we're just, we're just striving for excellence now. Excellent. Well, to that excellence, uh, men's hockey captain, Brett Stoven, thanks for your time. All the best in Saskatchewan and uh, to more good memories in 2018. Uh, you're listening to This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM. All right, really quickly here, we're going to talk with uh, Jordan Zacharias. Um, I won't do the intro. We'll let you do the intro. Um, how are you, first off? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, tell us your name, your position, uh, how many years you've been with the Bisons, and um, your favorite hockey memory of the 2017 season. So like last season? Sure. Sure. So I'm Jordan Zacharias. Um, I'm a third-year centerman with the Bisons. And my favorite memory from the previous season, so last season, uh, was beating UBC at home because it was the only game we'd beaten them. And there's such a rivalry between us, so it was nice to do that on home ground. Nice. Excellent. Okay. So, um, just chatting with a lot of the women's hockey uh, players this uh, this afternoon. Um, your perspective on this past weekend, um, as you stated, winning the split um, against the University of Alberta at University of Alberta, which is a uh, tough building for the women's hockey program the last couple of years. Just uh, tell us a little bit about that from your perspective. Yeah. Um, even getting one win in that building is, is pretty fun. So, last year, I think we went 
0 for 6 against U of A, so we're pretty happy to to get f- uh, four of the six points this weekend and then winning the series against them as well when we b- we split with them at home. So uh, it was kind of a stinger on Saturday, but um, an overtime loss is better than a regulation loss, I guess. So. Yeah, very true. Um, number one ranked in the country, first time ever for Bison women's hockey. That's uh, pretty remarkable. Um, tell us what the atmosphere and the the team is reacting how they're reacting to that uh recognition nationally yeah i guess it happened like right before christmas so we kind of had like a three-week break where nothing was really happening but i don't know i don't think anyone's really changed their attitude at all uh if you talk to our coach he doesn't pay attention to any of that kind of stuff so it's kind of rubbed off on the rest of us where it's great but don't focus on it too much i guess good that's a pretty solid way to look at it um and moving forward we have uh the university of saskatchewan huskies we're back at home for the uh stretch of this 2018 season um tell us a little bit about saskatchewan they're uh pretty tight in the rankings as well they are nationally ranked and they're uh third in the conference perhaps no yes, fourth I them and u of a are pretty close okay so yeah like the top four teams are all really tight mm-hmm. and they're within that um when we played them in the first half, they were really fast. And once you're down on them, it's hard to come back. So I think focusing on getting up on them this weekend and then playing good defense after that would be a good idea. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll keep it short and sweet here. Uh, Jordan Zacharias from Women's Hockey. Uh, as earlier stated, puck drop is 7 p.m. on Friday night and 4 p.m. on Saturday make it out and support your women's hockey team as they are ranked number one in the country and look to build on that in the conference play thank you jordan thank you and good luck this weekend you're listening to this week in buys sports 101.5 umfm Hey, it's This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM, and we haven't talked to him for a while. It was the holiday break, and I know he loves talking about this, but that's my job, and so I, I'm going to pump the tires, and he'll defuse them because that's what he does. But uh, number one in the country, Bison Women's Hockey, first time the program's done it in the 20-year history, and that was just before the holiday break, and they continue to be number one. They take four or six points against Alberta to start the uh, new year. Uh, head coach John Rampo, 14th season. I know you don't uh, believe in all those things and, and all that stuff, but it is an accomplishment for this program to get recognized that way, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, I want to get you on record to say it's yes. Not, it's not that I. It's not that I don't believe in it. I mean, you know, it, it's it's great for the players. I mean, they deserve it. They worked really hard to get there. Um, you know, and and yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think in anything you do, you want to be number one. I think that's how we. we that's think, what you're here for, right? That's how we think and we act, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 good and. You know how accurate are the rankings? I, yeah, they're probably they're actually probably pretty close. I mean, I think this conference is very very strong. Um, perennially, it is. Um, you know, if you look at the last few national championships and BC and Alberta getting there, uh, whatnot in the last couple of years and doing mostly fairly well. Um, you know, they've been in the last two finals in Alberta winning last year. So that speaks to the that speaks to. Uh, you know the strength of the conference, and we've had a good year, and we've we've played well defensively in the last, um, I would say, fourteen games. Uh, the first four games, we really had a problem um, straightening things out, and 
you know, I'm off on a tangent here, but yeah, it's good. Um, I think the girls, you know, feel good about themselves and they, they know there's some pressure associated with that, but they're, I think they're up to the challenge of defending that. Uh, I'll go back to your defensive uh, question in a second here. Mm. Does it put a bullseye on on this team here? You know, number one, people like to, you know, Saskatchewan coming into town here. They're not ranked, uh, but they're third in the conference. So it's kind of weird. Again, the eSports sometimes misses it a bit here. Uh, Does it put a bit of a bullseye that, you know, you're going to get the best games from teams because you're number one now? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. And, I mean, we've been been getting that anyway this year because – you know, every team in our conference, I mean, there's some separation top four to bottom four, but that's that's based on probably some other teams not really knowing how to win quite yet consistently. That's probably what the biggest difference is between the top four teams and the bottom four teams in this conference right now. It's not, it's not so much personnel. It's more having the players that have been there and been through it and understand – how to play in tight games all the time. I think that's what you're seeing is the difference this year. I don't see a ton of difference. Yeah, there's some statistical things, but again, some of it's coaching and I don't mean I don't mean lack of coaching on other teams. I just mean experience of coaching is part of it for sure. Um, you know, all those things roll into one. So yeah, I mean certainly there's a target and I mean I'd rather be in that position anyway. You know, I, I would never want a team to come into this building or we go into another building and, and teams think about us Eh, well, easy six points. Like you never want that. No. <laughs> and you know, so this is the obviously, yeah, this is a good thing. You you shouldn't shrink from pressure, and you shouldn't you shouldn't run from it. You should embrace it, and it should drive you to play better. Uh, start the new year. You were at Alberta. It doesn't get any easier. It was the number team two number two team in the country in the Claire Joy Arena. If people don't know about it, is one of the most unusual barns in probably North America. Uh, square boards, no neutral zone, uh, crowds right on top of you. Three thousand banners. I think they. I, I think they have a new roof now. To it might have sunken in so many banners up there. That said, is we take four to six, and then it doesn't get any easier with Saskatchewan coming into town here at home. But just talk about about sort of, uh, you know, the challenge uh, for the first two weeks to start the new year? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's no there's no way for us to ease back into the second half, and I think in some ways that's a really good thing. Um, it's been a, there's been a few years in the past where we've had to open up at Alberta, and it has not gone well for us. Like, I'm talking like getting bageled in both games, and those things have happened. Um, <clears throat> I thought this year, I thought our group did a good job of sort of mentally preparing and I think they almost knew that Friday was the game where they could probably do some things um, you know and, it, and it's hard for a coach an opposition coach to adjust in the game to get your players to sort of do different things and play harder um, you can try to convince your team but it, it's until they see video and until you talk about it with them at length it's very hard so I think our players understood um that Friday was probably the day where they could probably do some things, and they, they, they really did play. We played a textbook road game. Um, not much happened both ways, which was perfect for us in that building. And, you know, I knew Saturday. They all knew that we were going to get probably Alberta's, you know, like A effort, even though they were coming off the break too. Um, and they gave us their A effort, and, I mean, that was what I was expecting. Um like you said, it's a very, very hard place to play. They have every advantage that a home ring can offer, and they take advantage of it. And they're a good team, and they're well-coached, obviously, and they play extremely hard. So um, this weekend is, is 
a different kind of team, but no less of an easy task because, like you said, Sask deserves to be in the top 10 for sure. And the way the rankings are done in this country in, in terms of youth sport, it's very hard. They discourage big jumps and leaps in weekly rankings. So a team can... Once you're in there, you're in there. Once you're in there, it's very hard to get out unless you go on an extended losing streak but if even if you go on a winning streak and teams all ahead of you are still winning it's very hard to crack that in there if you're not there at the beginning so it is a little skewed and they certainly deserve to be in there for sure I mean they've given up the fewest goals in the conference um, they're well coached they, they play extremely hard they're pretty balanced lineup um, they have good players they're, they're a skilled team um, you know and, and they've done a good job with them this there this year so i know what we're getting here this weekend and i mean starting off with those two teams i, I like it because we're then done with bc alberta and saskatchewan um we control our own destiny in certain regards because those teams still all have to play each other so there's going to be an exchange of points there um having said all that we have some really hungry teams that are looking to get into the playoffs the rest of the way after that so that's some desperation there so you know it's it's going to be tough all the way Oh, well, the conference is always uh, talking by women's hockey with head coach John Rempel in his 14th season uh, and uh, at the helm of the number one team in the country right now. Saskatchewan Huskies Friday at 7, Saturday at 4. Before we go, we uh, we talked about this off air and you alluded to it. Uh, very defensive this year. Um, we talked to Rachel Dick uh, about uh, her, uh, let's be honest, a little bit of a balance back from a tough start to this season. And, and she seems to be back to that all-star that she's been in in the years previous as a fifth-year goalie there. Just talk about uh, uh, your emphasis, you know, uh, not only your team, but through the whole conference of, of uh, defense and scoring at a premium. Well, I mean, there's one consistent factor, and that's goaltending. <clears throat> it used Gotta to have be, it. Yeah, it used to be the, the, the teams that were sort of on the outside looking in at, at in certain years – one thing that they probably lacked was the goaltending piece, but now they all have it. We all have it. We all recognize the importance of it, and and that seems to be the priority in recruiting because all the the best ones go right away, um, you know. And that is the way at every level. But at this level, it's really become apparent. I, I think the coaching um, is just the coaching at this conference is just it's interesting because when you get NCAA players that come back to this conference I think as I don't know how it is for other teams but I know the NCAA players that have come back to my team and have played division one hockey are shocked at how tight checking how physical how how structured how well coached teams are because it's a completely different game for the most part when they play down there and then they come back here so that speaks to what this conference is able to do in terms of its coaching, it's teaching its players how to play that way because it's not easy to get young players to play structure, right? Um, so it takes a lot of work and it takes time and it takes effort and it takes it takes kind of staying at it. So that's what you're seeing in this conference for sure. You know, all the coaches in this conference now have multiple years under their belts. Um, some a lot more than others, obviously, but they're all kind of veteran coaches now and they all know what it takes to try to win in this in this conference right so that's really what you're seeing here and I think it's really good because um, any team well two teams that come out of this conference again and are, are fortunate enough to get through will do very well at the national championships I, I have no doubt in my mind because we all kind of play the right way when you get to that level right so <laughs> that to me speaks to this speaks to the conference and it just speaks to 
how much you have to prepare every weekend and you can't say okay well you know what we'll show up and we'll do our thing and we'll kind of get our points that just does not happen anymore John Rempel, you are one of the veteran coaches out there, 14 I years. So, I, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, it's exciting time for Bison Women's Hockey, number one in the country for the first time. I uh, want to keep it rolling this weekend at home against Saskatchewan, Friday at 7, Saturday at 4. You know, we did a pretty good job here on on the, on this interview, Ramps. Uh, you're doing updates on your computer. I've never seen anyone had 176 updates, so you haven't looked at this computer for a while. Well, you're at 153, so it's not too at, bad. That's actually not true. It's because it keeps... There's not enough memory left on my Windows oh, then, side of then, my, my here, shared hard drive. Here's the other thing. So then, it keeps then kicking might, me you out. Might, you might need to get a, a new, uh, more more memory or a new boss. or a new computer. Tell I'll put boss. in a good word you, for you. Uh, it won't do any good, but I'll put one in there. John Rempel, always appreciate always appreciate your time for Bison Women's Hockey. Get on out, watch the number one team in the country this weekend at the Wayne Fung Arena. And again, you're listening to this week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM. Always this week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM uh, every Friday, 11 o'clock. Uh, come on out, Bison Sports all over the place this weekend, January 12th to 14th. And Super Saturday, five Bison teams in action starting at noon all the way to about 9 o'clock at night. All the details, as always, on gobison.ca. And you're listening to this, this week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM.